Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 41 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. As always, I'm Sam with Fowler Consulting. And I'm Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. In episode number 41, we are going to actually talk training. And in this episode, Drew has brought, brought just an amazing topic that he was talking with somebody about. And that's what we are going to riff on today. We're going to talk about the need and the possibility of doing more performance appraisals. But before we get into that, take it away, Tom. All right, so so as we're recording this, it may be Top Gun Maverick time. I totally thought you were going to go somewhere with Need for Speed right there. I thought you were just going to jump right on that bandwagon. I'm almost sad you didn't. I do have a need for speed, but I promise you I will not say anything that Goose might have said while playing the piano or actually <laughs> Meg Ryan said it. So yeah, I'm going to skip that one. For those of you that know, you know, and you're very grateful I didn't say it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. All right. So, so here's the way this works. I had a conversation this week with a franchisee in Michigan, Chris Schloman, and we were riffing around Learning Hub and, and straightening that out. And he got on to me about uh, performance appraisals. And for our listeners, I, I hate performance appraisals. I fundamentally, they are, they are functional and the, the idea behind them is correct. However, if you only do one once a year or once every six months in our industry, many team members don't make it that far. So you never have a chance to tell them what they've done right or what they can improve on. And generally speaking, we don't take good enough notes over the course of six months or a year, unless your name is Stan Gage, then he's got these cool files. But, but most po- folks don't take good enough notes. So the six month or one year, once a year appraisal becomes really a, what have you done wrong over the last two weeks communication? And that's not the point. So Sam, here's, here's my let's talk training. Here's what I suggested to Chris. And I didn't charge for this. So I'm really happy to put it on the podcast because I'm not going to charge for it here either. I think if you want to do something around your team, let's lean into the fact that most of our team members don't make it a year. So, so let's not wait a year. Let's have a monthly conversation with them. Call it whatever you want. Uh, my wife's job, they're, they're called observations. I've seen other people call them touch bases or touch points. Whatever you want to call it, here's the idea. Once a month, write down it in some form everything that team member's done great over the month. Write down anything that they could do better. Write down the one thing you want to see them excel at before the next time you have this conversation. And the fourth box is give the team member a chance to give you feedback. It's the whole thing. And if you think about it, if you're doing that once a month, how long, Sam, is it going to take you to write out what have they done great? What could they do better? What's the one thing I want you to do by by the time we do this next month? How long would it take for you to write that out? 
And I can't imagine it's going to take you more than five, 10, 15 minutes or so. And, you know, you and I are both former corporate team members and we would do annual performance reviews and we had to fill our own out first and then our supervisor would do it. And I can remember what a painstaking operation that was. And um, I love where you're heading with this, with this, with this once a with this once a month thing. I need to come out and be honest with our listeners. I am a person of integrity and I want to let you know that on the corporate appraisals, my last four years at corporate, I totally cheated on them, Sam. Do tell. I had monthly meetings with each, with each of my team members and the PAs were literally just me taking because we had to do a mid-year and an end of year. And the PAs became me just taking the monthly conversations we had and copying, pasting into the semi-annual and the annual. And it wasn't even our monthly talk then. It was literally just, is this what we talked about the last six months? Yes, it was. Cool. What more do you need from me? My team member would say it. I'd say, great. And that was the extent of my PA the last like three years. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in there for a second. I don't think you cheated on them at all. I think what you did was you stayed current on your notes with your team members, but more importantly, you communicated with your team members in a timely basis instead of them going through six months and thinking they're doing everything that Drew wants. And then you sitting in one of those conference rooms and saying, oh, by the way, this was your goal. This is how you did. And you're, you're off track. So, you know, I love you, man. I really do. But you weren't cheating. You were, you were doing what great leaders do. And that is keeping your team members up to speed in a timely manner so that they could make adjustments in real time, not because they wanted or needed or deserved a raise, but because the people that you were serving as a selfless leader, they needed to know where they were at so that they could perform at their best and feel good about the things that they were doing. I said I cheated because it was nice dramatic effect for a podcast, but yes. Um, I know. Uh, you know what though? The hardest part of that system was teaching it to my managers because especially because I was inheriting people or they were coming onto my team. That was not something they were used to. I mean, I, when I ran the OER team, the OER team has this great process. I don't know if they still do, but once a month they had these webinar calls with the whole team and everybody got to talk and every coach had to present something. And it was really useful to the frontline team members and to, to those that I, as the director, didn't get to interact with often. And I would pull from that. So my training team at corporate had monthly calls and it was kind of funny. I had one team member who I uh, won't name because it's not exactly a positive conversation, but, but they were like, Drew, we're doing these monthly calls. You have a, a monthly call with just your managers. And then you're talking with me. Like you're literally on the phone with me once a week, every week. I'm like, uh-huh, that's correct. We don't see each other in person. You're a thousand miles away from me. The only way we know what's going on is if we talk. The meetings were never just to have a meeting. They were always with a purpose and always for a purpose. So yes, I'm, I'm not a fan of meetings. I'm a fan of communicating with purpose. And, and if you can build that system in, so it becomes a performance appraisal system in your organization. Think of the power of that. Think how, how far it would go with that team member that all of a sudden you're telling them, this is what you've done right. 
and oh my gosh, maybe some metrics. And this is where you missed out. You list out the three times they called out the two times they were late and you're very specific. It's not, you're always late, right? Always be specific. And then you tell them what you absolutely one thing you want them to excel at over the next month. Gives them purpose, gives them something to be prideful in, gives them something they want to measure, something they could learn. It's amazing what could happen. Yeah, I think that's a, uh, that's spot on. And to your point earlier that our team members sometimes are not with us for a year, maybe they moved on to another opportunity, maybe they got promoted into something else and they're working at another one of your stores. In our former life in the corporate world, the performance appraisal served one purpose and one purpose only, and that was how you were going to divvy up your allowance to give out raises. In the world that our listeners are living in, the performance appraisal should be used for what it should really be used for, and that's to appraise their performance with the goal of there being better performance down the line. So if you're a listener and you have got set pay rates for set positions, your performance appraisal is not to give raises because they're simply not available or they are available and certain metrics have to be met. So, you know, I was fortunate enough to spend uh, a few days with a group and we were talking about leadership. And one of the things we talked about in leadership was what is the purpose of feedback? And the purpose of feedback in my world is, is your team member on or off target with the expectations? And when they are, you celebrate. And when they're not, you coach. And if you're a general manager listening to this right now, when you celebrate with them, that's a performance appraisal. It may only take 45 seconds. And when you coach them, that's a performance appraisal. So when you're having these monthly meetings with your team and then you're, you're moving it up, Drew, into that semi-annual and annual, you are simply giving them feedback in real time to let them know if they were on or off target. And I think that's what we've got to do in our restaurants in real time. Let them know if they're on or off target. Because if you don't have the ability to give them a 25 cent an hour raise, a 50 cent an hour raise, a dollar an hour raise, if you have no ability at all to give them a raise, then you might be saying to yourself, well, what's the point of giving them a performance appraisal? And the point of giving them a performance appraisal is so that you can increase their performance. And when they perform better on the job, they will have more job satisfaction. And when they have more job satisfaction, they will stay longer. And when they stay longer, your job becomes easier as a leader because you've got people that are all rowing the boat in the same direction. So do you need to have a three-page performance appraisal? No, you don't. I don't think. I think you just need to, in real time, when you see opportunities to coach, do that. And when you see opportunities to praise, do that. And Sam, because we came from that world where you had the annual performance appraisal, I know, I know for me, I, I was occasionally given goals that by February I knew were unattainable. Um, I, know, I know just for funsies, when we were rolling out um, HPYOU and we had to track the training at the corporate store. So this would be like 2015. Russell came to Stan and I and said, I want 
a hundred percent of the 10, well, at that time, 12,000 team members to be fully trained. And I looked at him and I said, okay, on what day? And he's like, what do you mean on what day? I'm like, we're hiring like a hundred people a week. We'll never be at a hundred percent because there's always going to be a new team member. There's always going to be somebody on leave. Like it's never going to be a hundred percent. So what one day would you like it to be a hundred percent? And, and he said, no, I want it to be a hundred percent. And that ended up on my PA, Sam. I knew, I knew just, just 12,000 team members, Sam, I'm never going to be at a hundred percent. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, I, I think we could spin that last statement into an episode all its own and talking about expectations and goals. You know, when I talk to team members about, you know, what's your goals for extremes? And they say, our goal is zero. <laughs> but they had 35 yesterday. <laughs> oh, or worse yet, there are days that that's simply out of your control. Yeah. yeah. So if your goal is zero, You've set yourself up for disappointment and failure. So when you're talking about goals and, you know, hallelujah to Russell, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I, I, I think the ship is in good hands right now with Russell at the helm. Oh, and I'm not disagreeing with that. It was, it, it, it's just the scope of the, it's just that, yeah. When you, when you set a goal and you say, we want to be a hundred percent of this, it's rare that you can be a hundred percent of anything. And setting a goal at, you know, we'd like to be at 96% of all team members have gotten through Learning Hub. That's not lowering your standards. That's simply understanding the reality of the situation and making an attainable goal so that when we hit it, people can celebrate and feel a sense of satisfaction instead of setting ourselves up for failure. So, you know, performance appraisals, really, really important. I think if you're using them for what they should be used for, and that's getting higher performance. So, so let's, let's spin it back, right? So I have, let's not take, let's not take me, let's take something a GM might have today, right? They have a goal at the end of the year to be 10 minutes faster on their uh, delivery time. Great. So, so five months from now, they want to be halfway there, but maybe they're not. Right. So now all of a sudden I've got to work even harder, right? Because if I need to lower 10 minutes and I'm not there, now I have to like go, go further. Right. Because this year thing is so far out. And if we think about it, like we have a hard enough time planning for two weeks from now, sometimes for next week, sometimes for this weekend. And you want us to think about what it is for a year from now. If you go to a monthly performance appraisal, how much can you change in a month? That, that, that driver, that, that pizza maker might only be in your store 10, 12, 13 times over that month. So we're not asking for Mount Olympus here. We're asking just take a step or two. And now it's something that's attainable. It's something smaller. It's something right there. And it's something that you can talk with them about at the end of each shift, during each shift. Do they know it? Are they closer? It, it affords so much more purpose each day. And it doesn't really add any work. It just allows you to create focus. So I'm a huge fan. Oil it down to, to once a month, three or four blocks. And I think the last block of what can you do for me is such a powerful block as well, because the team member, the team members writing in what they need from you, right? Hey, you want me to do this, but I need 
phones that work. I need touchscreens that work. I, I need uh, you to schedule me on the days I can work instead of scheduling me when you want me, right? Whatever that thing is that they put in there is gold because they're giving you raw, honest feedback. And, and how often do we really get that? So, so that once a month conversation, 10 minutes to write it down. I mean, what Sam legit Two. the first one's probably going to be your longest one, five minutes, maybe to explain it. Right. But then after that, you're talking a two or three minute conversation. It, it's just so amazing and so powerful to have those little moments. Yeah. I love it. And then, you know, as we, as we wrap this guy up to stay in our new format and, and under time, I would give, give folks this piece of advice. If they are working in a system now where they are given a performance appraisal and they don't have the ability to change it into something like you and I just did or talked about. And that's something that, you know, a a mentor of mine when I was with the brand told me, and he said, listen, you're going to have an annual performance review. And when you get to the end of the year, you're not going to remember everything that you've done great, but they will remember everything that you fell short of. So you should keep on your computer a good news folder. And every time you get good news from somebody or somebody said you did something, you should set it aside. So if you are, oh heck, I'm just going to say it. If you're stuck in an old-fashioned performance appraisal program, make sure that you are keeping a good news folder for yourself so that when it comes time for you to fill in the things that you've done, you've got dates and times and record of the things that you've done great so that you can show your best light. But hopefully you're in a system where your leader is listening to this podcast or your leader is a progressive thinker and understands the importance and how vital it is to have timely, clear communication with your team so that the team can perform well and deliver our customers the very best experiences each and every time. Sam, that's our talk training this month. The fabulous performance appraisal. Let it die and have a monthly touch point, touch base, observation, communication, whatever you would like to call it. Um, or as um, an upcoming guest may say, a monthly red kangaroo. There. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hey, listen, gang, as always, thank you so, so much for listening. And um, for those of you that have either come up to me in a workshop or came up to me or Drew at the Worldwide Rally and asked for an USSE, I just, you have no idea how much that refueled my personal flame to make sure that we keep this podcast going. So I thank you so much for that. Uh, If you haven't done it already, please like these, follow them, and subscribe. This has been episode number 41 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Sam with Fowser Consulting. It seems that today I am Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. Gang, go out, sell more pizza, and have more fun. That's all, folks.